This is coffee as it is, and coffee as it should be. This is Bridgeport Coffee Roasters, the peak of freshness. Order a batch of our crafted coffees online at bridgeportcoffeeroasters.com. Intercept. Woo! Wow. That was a doozy. 51%. That's what you shot this time. What? What are you talking about? Shooting objects into receptacles, basketballs into hoops, waste into bins, clothes balled up into hampers. You raised quite a stink after your last experience, so we were able to give you some credit that allowed you to go again. Oh, I forgot about that. I shot 53% for the most recent lifetime? That's correct. Not a huge improvement, but better. Was this experience more enjoyable? I think so. Can I take a look at my scores? Well, again, there aren't really scores. It's meant to just be an experience. Right. But you keep statistics, right? Yes. And survey ratings from your friends and relatives where you once again didn't do so great. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I guess there's one main statistic I'm interested in. What was my highest rated dunk? I don't think I understand. You never officially dunked a basketball through a regulation hoop. And even if you had... Right. I know that. I didn't really have the physicality for it. But don't josh me here. Come on. You know on lowered hoops, door frames, archways, street signs, I threw down some absolute monsters. (sighs) I know it's there in your notes. What was my highest score? I think I already know, but I just want to hear a number attached to that little puppy. It looks like, uh, if you have a specific one in mind, maybe I can look that up. I think that would be easier than- Seventh grade, summer sleep out. Uh-huh. That was, uh, 6.8. What? You've got to be kidding me. Everyone asleep. I get up early. Vaulted ceilings. Jenny Simpkins is asleep, just beyond her a tile floor, but right above her, it's a mini hoop attached to a 20-foot wall. Oh, and what's right next to me as I wake up? It's the ball. I'm up. Pump fake. Reverse pivot spin. Chuck the ball off the wall near the clock. Step over tray. Jump off my left foot. Catch the ball one-handed. Little up and under. Rock that baby to sleep, reverse flush, rim absolutely rocked. And you're telling me that was a 6.8? You must be out of your minds. Well, I'm not sure if your memory of that moment is entirely accurate. Oh! You stepped on my hair. You broke my glasses. Am I an inhaler? I mean... It sounded even more powerful, if I'm honest. Uh Uh-huh. Well, it's a lot like other dunks that you thought more highly of than others. Like your... Funkazoidal... The Funkazoidal Thunderhouse? Don't even joke with me and tell me that was under an 8. 6.9. Come on! Honey, do not do this. These guys work on tips, and if the bags get disorganized, it could really impact them. First, I was a bellhop, so I know this. And second, if I had ever seen a Funkazoidal Thunderhouse without a drop step over a bunch of bags I'd lined up for a bunch of rich jerks, 
It would have made my day. The awning is pretty high. At least take a drop step, please. No time. Here we go. Yikes! Oh, Dan. Are you okay? Uh... I hit the awning, which may have been regulation height. And I think a bird knocked over the bags, honestly. You did hit it, which was impressive, given that the genetics you were given gave you around a 3% chance of ever jumping that high. Yeah, thanks for that. You insisted that, rather than waiting for a more optimal vessel, that you, quote, get this show on the road. And even though it was only 3%, there still was a 3% chance of you working hard and maximizing the efficiency of that vessel, but you didn't go that route. Well, have you ever tried cigarettes? They're delicious. All right, well, thanks for the bonus run, I guess. Even though your judges are terrible and should be fired. Hey, what was my highest dunk, by the way? 8.1. Oddly, it coincided with why your survey scores from friends and family were so low. 8.1? That's not bad. As you parked the convertible and saw the flash flood coming down the road, rather than get everyone out or put the top up, you fled to the curb, and as you leapt to safety and did sort of a pirouette in midair, and as your hands flew up, your knuckle just grazed the street sign. And that was credited as a no-look dunk. Nice. I knew my knuckle tickled that dang sign. Hell yeah. Uh, Would you like to see the survey scores and learn where maybe you could do better next time? No thanks. I'm all set. 8.1, no-look dunk. Not bad, my friend. Not bad at all. Pirouette, little half-turn. Athlete. Just an absolute athlete. Everyone is going to lose their minds when they hear about this. A no-look dunk at 3% likely. Nearly regulation? Nice. Just getting in there, just getting the job done. Doing a little rock the baby to sleep? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> This is coffee as it is, and coffee as it should be. This is Bridgeport Coffee Roasters, the peak of freshness. Order a batch of our crafted coffees online at bridgeportcoffeeroasters.com. Folks, it's gotten to the point where you have to wonder, is it safe to trust toothpaste anymore? We'll have to keep our eye on this, but now, let's go to the phone lines. Go ahead, caller. Hey, Jet. Great to be talking with you. And you as well. Uh, what's your name, caller? Uh, Robert. People call me Bob. That's great, Bob. Uh, I'll call you Bob if that's okay. Uh, sure. That's that's super. What's on your mind tonight, Bob? Don't tell me you're with those piranhas at a certain toothpaste company that won't be named. Uh, nope, nope. Just a long-time listener. Wanted to call in and wish you congratulations on show number 6,160. Oh, uh, well, thanks. I, I hadn't realized it was uh, already upon us. 
Yeah, you know, Roger Maris passed Babe Ruth, and those numbers 61 and 60, those were the home run numbers. Hey, that's something. Never mind that Maris was a vegetarian. Still fascinating numbers. Thanks for noticing. Is that all you wanted to say? Well, well, no. I wrote some stuff down, if you don't mind, about your, you know, home run of a show. We're all ears. And speaking of ears, don't forget, folks, that we are sponsored by Carnacle Pig Ears, the only treat fit for your dog or canine. Carnacle Pig Ears. They won't split apart into a bunch of splinters and cost you thousands of dollars in vet bills and cause your dog or wolf to walk around for days on end with their mouth wide open. That's Carnacle Pig Ears. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, yeah, great ears. Yeah, we don't have pets, but we buy the ears just to support you. Well, anyway, so I was saying 6160. If you multiply them together, you get 3660. And 60 minus 36 is... I don't have a piece of paper in front of me, but uh, roughly uh, 56 by my calculations. Pretty much, it's 24. Uh-huh. And, and, of course, you know how many blades of grass are in a typical acre of lawn? Twenty-four! Well, that is something! Uh, no, you must be thinking Bermuda. I should have clarified, with Kentucky bluegrass, it's about 3,000, so it could be 3,660. Okay, you're losing me a bit, Bob, and of course I meant Bermuda. Now, mention the jet at any sacred oath nursery location to get 3% off of any Bermuda grass seed. Full sun, full shade, extreme growth, slow growth, shadowless, any strain. That's sacred oath nursery for 3% off of any Bermuda grass seed. The only type of grass that won't cause irreparable nerve damage or catastrophic blood loss to your feet. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, so uh, 3660 times 24, that's 87,840. Uh-huh. Apologies if I'm not following you, Bob. I ran out of Rocket Lodge coffee this morning. That's Rocket Lodge, folks. The only coffee with caffeine and formaldehyde infused right into the beans. Get it in your veins. Get Rocket Lodge. So apologies again, Bob. 87,000-something. That number is significant to the show? Yeah, kind of. It's my favorite number, 87,840. Show number 6160, Maris and Ruth, the way it all ties together. It's actually quite pleasant. So, Bob, you, you just enjoyed the number 87,840? Yeah, it's it's a nice one. The eights look like little snowmen, and the four is like a Christmas tree, and then... Well, thanks for the call, Bob. Always great like to hear from a long-time listener. Remember, folks, the jury is still out on toothpaste. We'll take a break and be back after this. Uh, yeah, then, of course, there's the zero at the end, and, that, and that's probably my favorite part. In the call, Larry! <laughs> Bernie, can you please cool it with the breathing? Thanks, this exercise is so much more intense. You can't really see it, but I'm moving in slow motion while I do it. It looks about as cool as you think it does. Bernie, can you just focus and help me? Really great. Thanks, buddy. Cabin, we, or I rather, am beginning initial steps for disconnecting Copy that, EV2. Upon disconnection, EV1, you'll be transporting the panel to the airlock. Are you good to go? Roger that, Cabin. I did the little move where it looks like I'm in a recliner with tiny jets on the armrest. No problems at all. Flew like a dream. I'm good to go. Copy that, EV1. We're all very proud of you. Bernie, can you just use some of the terms we learned in training? Did you not take the recliner with tiny jets class? Copy that, Cabin. EV1, me, Bernie. 
Thank you, Bernie. Copy that. Disconnection of panel nearly complete. Stand by. Um, EV2, I'm hearing some acoustic resonance in your dispatches. In training, they may have called that a buzz. Cabin, can you confirm? Shut up, Bernie. You guys sound fine on my end. What's our MSB reading? Maybe we have some distortion caused by radiation. Ah, Christ, that's where he went. Okay, buddy, go ahead and pop off that panel, hand it to me, and then let's head into the airlock and take off our helmets just to cool down a bit. What's going on with you? That's where who went? What? Nothing. Panel. Chop, chop. Let's ski-daddle, dude. Ah, is, it, is that a bee on the inside of my visor? Why is there a bee in my suit? Damn it. Bernie! Really cool, Malibu. Really cool. You went to go pout, and you ended up in a flight suit? Even for you, that is juvenile. Sorry, who is Malibu? And why is there a bee in my suit? Well, uh, as you're well aware, we have the colony on board to study their flight abilities in zero gravity. Right, and they are in a glass case. So how did one end up in here? I am very allergic. This isn't funny, Bernie. EV2, remain calm. Bees can sense fear. You didn't even notice it until we heard the buzz, so let's just stay calm and get that panel off. Who cares about the panel? Get this bee out of here! Just a pouty little baby. What did you say? Not you, Malibu. I was trying to train him how to land on my face and wake me up because, as you both know, I hate alarm clocks, but the nectar I was using was from a flower. Who cares? Please, shut up. Get it out of here. And the flower was my flower. Just remain calm. EV2, you are doing great. Let's just get you in the airlock. Bernie, can you see the bee? I believe he chose a flight suit as a hiding spot. You know, you can take your helmet off and see if he flies out. It would help our research. He's right by the collar. Do not even think about doing that. Ah, please have epinephrine ready, cabin. He'll have about 30 seconds before the absence of pressure is even noticeable. It will be cold, but just hold your breath. Malibu's crawling down the visor. He might be at the connection between your helmet and the Repeat, do not even think. Please tell me that sound wasn't what I thought it was. Well, if you thought it was a quick and Malibu flying out, it wasn't that. His helmet is completely off. Oh, dear Lord, please help him put his helmet back on. I don't see Malibu. What? I can't hear what you're saying, dude. It's space. No sound. I really think you should be... Look, if you can read my lips, hold your breath. Screaming at me is pointless. Put his helmet back on immediately. Even if the bee is still inside and stings him, we have epinephrine on board. I'm trying. He's kind of flailing the helmet. Okay, I can't tell if he just rolled his eyes at me or if they're starting to bulge a little. Please, hurry. I can be most efficient if I remain calm. Please do the same. Have you ever heard that thing about bees and their wing speed versus amplitude of stroke? He's out? That's amazing. Great work, Bernie. Or really, we wouldn't be in this situation if you weren't such a, you know what? Great job. Thanks. Helmet is back on. I have EV2, and we are reclining to the airlock. Man, Malibu looks pretty wobbly. But he's flying. 
Is Evie too breathing? How does he look? His eyes don't look great, but I think once his suit repressurizes, he should be fine. Oh, and I have the panel as well, basically just saving the day left and right. Yeah, you're a real ace. Is that Evie too? Is he breathing? Yep, that's him. He's coming back. Whoa! Guess he just landed on my visor! Right over my nose! Some sort of alien that can make you normal? Malibu! Welcome back, buddy! Let's get you back inside nice and safe and we'll start over on your training. Just hang on tight, little good guy. That's really great. So, bees can fly in space? And you think he just used a new frequency? That would be my guess. I've never been more relieved to hear that stupid breathing. Now get in here. I'm opening the airlock. Copy that, Cabin. Setting recliner jets to low. Permission for me and my two friends to approach. Permission granted. This is coffee as it is, and coffee as it should be. This is Bridgeport Coffee Roasters, the peak of freshness. Order a batch of our crafted coffees online at bridgeportcoffeeroasters.com. Fantastic Is that what you're here to show us today? Whatever that was. It is, and I appreciate you seeing me. Well, obviously it wasn't without some deliberation. Uh, I assume you know that. And just so we're clear, I was one of the dissenting votes. Having our company in any way associated with fraud, that's just not something I'm comfortable with. I understand. However, as I explained in my message, there was no intent of fraud. I didn't make any money from that endeavor. It was purely to test the code. I fail to see how installing malicious code in vending machines, machines used in public schools no less, was something you thought was worth your time. Frankly, I think you should be ashamed of yourself and we shouldn't even be sitting here. When you say, test the code, what do you mean? I mean, how does stealing pennies from school children in any way benefit your research? As I explained, the accounting mistake that fractions of a penny per transaction, that was meant to go the other way and keep some money in the students' pockets. It was simply an input error and it was corrected. Overall, I'd consider the effort a success. You consider stealing milk money from kids a success? The machines were all successfully fooled. That's a giant step in this pursuit. How do you mean? I mean, I, I'm, just, I'm failing to follow here. This is ridiculous. I knew we never should have agreed to this. Fantastic. The quickest way out is to first go in. What the hell is that? This is fantastico. It looks like a paint can with mittens glued to its side. That's what my wife used to say. Check your back pocket. What? What is it talking about? I don't know. I I guess check your pocket? That's crazy. I've been sitting here this entire time. And uh, why is it wearing mittens? Mysteries of the world plague one and all. Now, please check your back pocket. Oh my god. Fine. My wallet. That's the big reveal? The wallet I had in my pocket? But is it yours? Yes. This is the exact wallet I put in here this morning. 
Dr. Malkison, what the hell is this? You're holding your wallet, right? Yes, but I fail to see how this horrendous magic trick is in any way supposed to impress me. The key to simulated or artificial intelligence is deceit, wouldn't you say? That's why we have the Turing test. We are trying to see if simulated consciousness can deceive us to make us believe that they might be hearing our words, processing them, and then formulating new thoughts of their own and sharing them with us, right? And this paint can with mittens on its side and what looks to be a calculator glued to the top. That's what it's doing? Yeah, I'm confused by the look as well. Why not just use a computer or tablet to run this code? Why are weather balloons not invited to any weather events? Weather balloon? What, what does that even mean? I can't imagine this little pile of junk could pass anything in regards to the Turing test. Just spitting out non sequiturs is not consciousness. It is if they are fantastic. Okay, take it easy for a moment, Fantastico. The vending machines, the code is either one or zero. Yes or no. But with our code, and with the algorithm within it constantly creating numbers that skew the line of one or zero, we were able to get the machine to make a decision. A very basic one, but it was choosing whether it thought something was one or zero. I'm sorry, wasn't it also depriving thirsty kids of milk? Just a few. And with the Turing test, we are choosing whether it's consciousness or an AI program, right? I suppose I could see what you're saying, but just barely. A dense brain tends to live inside a thick skull. Uh-uh. What the hell did this little idiot just say? Exactly! You're feeling frustration at a thing you have already declared was impossible to take serious as a being. You just called something an idiot that has mittens attached to it with pipe cleaner and a glue gun. But the heart is attached with love and care and, of course, magic. Okay, so you can make people moderately agitated with a paint can. Who cares? Well, if we can get a program to decide one or zero, and we can get a human to decide real or not real, what's the next level of skepticism? Yeah, I don't know, but if it involves stealing from kids, you're out of here. The money went back to the kids! They ended up with more on their cards in the end. Fine, fine, but what is it? What is the third level? Look inside your wallet. Now hold on, we didn't even establish something that could be inside of it. Don't you need to draw a card or something first? Cancun is a lovely destination, but people will tell you it's all about the journey. Did you even program a response algorithm into this piece of junk? Or does it just spit out non sequiturs? Spitting out seeds is also a chance to plant new life. If you do it right. I suppose that's for you to decide. Magicians ask questions. Do they always have to sync up and make sense? If you transcribed a magician's act, would it make sense or pass the Turing test? You're saying this paint can is a magician? Would you like to pick a card? I would, but there's nothing in your mittens. Only a novice needs to touch. True magic is from the heart. What card is in your heart? Uh, (laughs) what? Was it the Jack of Clubs? Oh, what? If I say yes, can the meeting be over? That actually works. So it just guesses randomly. Or does he? You see, magicians can choose inaccurately as sort of a distraction to a much larger trick. It gives us more flexibility in ones and zeros. Even when you're certain the answer is wrong, you can't be certain the wrong answer wasn't planned. I still haven't heard your card choice. It was the Jack of Clubs. Like licorice in space, it's not for everyone. For the skeptic, what is your card? Ah, come on. It's up to you. I'll say, and I can't believe I'm saying this to a calculator taped to a paint can with mittens, but I'll say it to a diamond. Like a man who walks down a road too long, the pavement will start to blur. What? What? Check your wallet. Ah, come on. Again with the wallet? All right, I'll check. There's nothing in here. Right, but that's the point. 
You chose to believe in magic, if only for a moment. That unlocks an entire new realm of possibility. We're done here. Get out. But with just a bit of funding, think of what we could accomplish. And take this piece of crap with you. Get out. No downside of being a wizard. I'm afraid we can't offer funding for pink hands, Doctor. I'm sure you understand. But you chose a card. You looked in your wallet. You believed. That's the point. And my point is that your heart is dead. No, who would do this to Fantastico? Thank you for coming in. Who will repair this broken heart? One of my mittens fell off. Oh, Fantastico. Ooh, where did this come from? Did you put the milk card for the vending machine in my wallet? Did I put a vending machine card from an elementary school in your wallet? Ta-da! Fantastico! Intercepts is written and produced by David Huntsberger. Members of the Endless Abyss hear episodes a week early and without ads. To become a member, or for more information, including written transcripts for the hearing impaired, please visit theendlessabyss.org. And don't get me started on nines. The way the tail hangs down, if you draw them just right, it's a satisfying feeling. Of course, that's the same with zeros as well. When the pen or pencil is coming around right back to where it started, you get nervous. Sure, who wouldn't? But getting it to connect back right exactly to where it started, that's what separates the pros from the amateurs. You know, I watched a three-hour documentary on threes once. (laughs) I doubt the length was a coincidence. Boy, you talk about a number that loves to be seen. That's the three for you.